0: Live from the Dean's Den with your host, the Dean of Wrestling Referee, Steve Kane, and from Sportskeeda.com, Lee Walker. Live from the Dean's Den brings you the latest in wrestling news and wrestling opinion from two of the best journalists in the sport. So sit back, pop open a cold one, and get ready for Live from the Dean's Den.
2: fans welcome to the latest edition of live from the dean's den the dean wrestling referee steve kane along with lee walker lee how you doing today
1: you know uh work was uh, a little stressful today but that's good because i can take my frustrations out on uh some product i watched this week
2: (laughs) oh okay that sounds interesting oh my gosh so, all right, well this week's episode we have titled Never Say Never Again. And the reason for that is because <laughs> in just a few weeks over at uh, AEW Revolution Sting the man who in uh, in uh, 2014 said that uh He had wrestled his last match ever is coming out of retirement to wrestle at AEW in a tag match. So let's go ahead and let's kind of talk about this whole thing, Lee, um, because uh, because, in fact, actually, uh, you noted it first and before I even actually caught it. So why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about it here?
1: So, truth be told, I don't really know much about it. I have really not been watching AEW. And this past Tuesday, I had to cover AEW Dark. And when I said mm. I did take my frustrations out on everything, you're about to hear it. Let me tell you one thing. As a fan of 30 years in professional wrestling, as a journalist journalist, in wrestling for three years. AEW Dark is hands down the worst product I have ever watched out of any wrestling I have ever seen in my entire life. It's not the wrestler's fault. I blame the company itself. Why are there 14 matches with not one storyline and two bad promos to which the announcers were laughing during the entire time of one to which at one point I'm pretty sure during the Evelite the Evelise match. It was a it was a tag team match. I'm pretty sure I heard Taz say Avalise has a boner. Ridiculous. It's stupid. Now going to this AEW match, fans, I do not understand why everybody wants to hate the fact that Goldberg is returning to WWE for another match. But a man who's ten years older than him is about to have a match and you're popping. I don't get it. I don't know why. Furthermore, the match that he's in doesn't make any sense to me. Darby Allen against Team Taz, Brian Cage, and Pretty Ricky. Now, those are two guys in phenomenal shape. You want to paint a picture for me how a 62-year-old is going to be two of the best-looking freaking wrestlers out there? Brian Cage has bowling balls for shoulders. It makes no sense, and I don't like it. All right. All right. You heard
2: you heard it right there. Well, that's the match. It's going to be the uh, Team Taz, Brian Cage, and Ricky Starks will be taking on Sting and the current TNT champion, Darby Allin. Now, um, of course, uh, for those who have been watching on the regular, you know that uh, Starks and Allin have been going at it for quite some time. Uh, Cage got into the middle of it. Cage had a uh, title match with uh, Allen, which he did lose. And um, when they were getting ready to tear him apart, the lights went off. The snow started falling in came Sting. Starks took a bat to the gut and then they promptly bailed. So uh, this is what's going to be happening on February 26th. Now, Granted of, uh, you know, you talk about, you talk about Sting's age, Lee. Um, he's uh, he's, he's 60. I'm three years older than him. I'm not anywhere near the physical condition that he is in. I will say this. I am glad that, you know, if he's doing it, he's doing it in this format where he doesn't have to really do much of anything. Oh, you know, he He might, you know, he comes in, delivers a few shots. Um, Derby will probably take the heat, and then of course uh, Sting will be the big hero and uh, make the make the comeback and finish it all off. So, I mean,
1: at least that's that's the way
2: I'm seeing it right now.
1: No, I will give it that. It will be a classic tag team style match. The heels are going to tag in and out, in and out, in and out. Darby's going to be the guy who takes the brute of the punishment for the tag team. He's going to be the one doing the crawling on his on his hands and belly, you know, trying to get the stain, Makes the t- makes yeah. the tags. You know, sting rifles off on uh, on both guys. He's either going to drop one of them, the scorpion death drop, or you know we're going to see the scorpion death lock. One of the two. And that's gonna be the match. I would
2: say I would say both. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that uh cage gets the gets the death drop done on him, Stark submits with the with the uh uh Scorpion leg
1: lock. That's yeah, that's yeah I'm
2: gonna I'm gonna call that right now.
1: Yeah, I I, I, I agree to that. I agree. But so. again, to me, after watching AEW Dark, I have been so turned off. Because now the next thing I want to talk about, we don't even have this on the program. I want to know why, and you're going to know this name, I want to know why Ryan Namath is debuting on AEW Dynamite when there is tons of talent busting their ass on AEW Dark, which is only on YouTube week in and week out. This man has yet to even step foot in AEW and it's already announced that he's going to be on AEW Dynamite. Why? Because his brother's Dolph Ziggler and they're going to milk him for all that he's worth with that name. That man should be starting on AW dark, like Mike Verna, Baron black, Sonny kiss, which by the way, every name I just listed is definitely more talented than Ryan in my eyes. So if you can't tell, yeah, I'm a little right. angry with AEW. AW. <laughs>
2: hey, Bill. I mean, I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you that you you have the right to be, I mean, Bill. um, Yeah. Dark is kind of dark is kind of the uh, um, show off for all the guys that they have, that they don't have, you know, enough TV time for because obviously, you know, they can't put on a, you know, they won't even, they don't even want to put on a three hour show. They'd have to put on a, like a five or six hour show to um, show off everybody that they, that they have working for them and that. So uh, it's, yeah, it's it's a little it's a little bit different. I'm I'm kind of, I'll admit I'm kinda of hit or miss on Dark. I don't watch it probably as much as I could or should. Um <clears throat> you know, the names that you mentioned. I I sit there and I think of uh Sonny Kiss. Now Sonny Kiss is coming back from a leg injury, so he's probably working his way back up. Um so that might that might be you know why they're why they're kind of keeping him in the dark at the moment, and that, um, you know, Nemeth. Yeah, that's I mean yeah that's a that's a pretty that's a pretty obvious one. I mean yeah, your brother is you uh, oh, know one of the one of the top stars in WWE, so yeah, they're going to go ahead and oh you know, try and play off that, that even though of course obviously you know Dolph doesn't use the use the Nemeth name.
1: No, but there's also the fact that uh, Ryan when you look at Ryan and Nick, they look pretty similar in the face. And what did Ryan mm-hmm. just recently do? I'm pretty sure he recently just uh, dyed his hair to match the same color as his brother.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Because yeah, if you look was, at the image
2: definitely that's, blonde.
1: If you're yeah, if you look at the image that they're using of him for the debut against Tangman Page the hair, aside from the fact that it's short, is the same color as Dolph's.
2: Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Can't argue with that one. Cannot argue with that one, Lee. You're you're absolutely right on that. So, um, okay. Well, now that we've kind of gotten through that, um, let's go ahead. Let's uh, break into some MLW. And I sat down actually... Uh, watch that uh, latest episode this afternoon. Um and this is the, this is the one you really cover for Sports Keda. Folks, if you don't have um a connection on Sports Kita, do that. Um and make sure you follow Lee, Lee Walker, and uh then you can uh get all the insights that uh Lee has on the uh, current MLW product. So Lee, why don't you go ahead and kind of talk about that, because uh, as, um, we, as we mentioned in the write-up here, we talk about the fact that uh, um, Selena de Lorenta is uh, getting involved in what could be a really big potential storyline, which, uh, again, involves the uh, possible uh, new executive producer lead writer. For MLW.
1: Yeah, so this week MLW Fusion, not only did we hear about Selena Delorenta as Alicia Atute was set to do an interview with her, and the very first question she asked was about the temple. Now I, I the they use the, the Spanish name for it. I can't pronounce it, I'm not even gonna try. I apologize. Um but somebody owns, basically, Lucha Underground now. Right, yeah. And, well, because what happens is is uh, Promociones
2: Dorado, which is the quote-unquote company that Selena de la Renta yeah. storyline runs and has run ever let since you it. MLW debuted, was apparently quote-unquote bought out by a group that she referred to as Azteca Underground.
1: Yes. Um, basically, uh, as Alicia Atute asks the question, who owns the company? Selena De La Renta got up from the interview and refused to answer the question. So now Alicia Atute is going to be digging deeper into it. Um, so, uh, you know, so Selena De La Renta didn't give an answer, really. Um, no. As too far as who owns it. Uh, You know, however, it's leading me to believe that we are going to see more faces than just Mil Murtez in MLW. Because now we already have the Los Parks who are from AAA. They are now the MLW Tag Team Champions. However, uh, you know, Laredo Kid is also from AAA. But I'm expecting to see some Lucha Underground faces in the near future. That's where I think... Some yeah of this is building up to.
2: that's an, that's an um, interesting thought because i'm yeah you know, i'm wondering though because you know of course uh you know your two main talents from Lucha underground um phoenix and uh and uh pentagon junior penthe zero m a are full time with a e w um yep and Cage also, because of course Cage was, oh, Cage was their big was their big guy. Um, John Hennigan, aka John Morrison, was Johnny Mundo over there. Uh, Sonny Kiss was Exolicious in the last in the last season. Um, one guy that I'm thinking. friend of mine um and that who definitely was uh was very big over on lucha underground was uh is uh marty Cassas, aka marty the moth martinez
1: Ooh, yeah
2: Now the uh creepy blankety blank as they as they used to call him in the in the uh Oh, in the temple with the believers. I'm just, yeah. You know, I mean, and Marty's just gotten off of a long-standing uh, neck and back injury, and is just and is just starting to get himself back out there again. So the pot. So does the possibility exist that the moth? And I'm going to throw this one out there. His sister, Mariposa. Oh.
1: Cheerleader Melissa. Yeah.
2: But what would they do? Because because MLW does not
1: really have a women's division. Uh, no, MLW really doesn't. However, although, um, yeah, please. Selena de Lorenza. Laurenti- we know Ken and Alicia Atout has been post some workout videos, kind of teasing a match between the two of them. So we could see a women's division come sooner than later. Um, again, that's, you know, all up to, you know, when that will happen. Um, MLW did see a lot of other action in the night as contra unit went three and Oh, for the night. And a uh, big star for them debuted former WWE Impact Wrestling's Davari. Davari, yeah. Uh, you know, fantastic match against uh, Zenshi, a a great middleweight wrestler, just as same as Davari. However, I cannot get over the shape that Davari is in. The man is in the best looking shape of his life. If you have not seen him go watch MLW and you'll see what I'm talking about. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: And speaking of a, uh, of a, of a women's division, um, a women's division that uh, hadn't been uh, seen for a while because of course, lockdown COVID and that, um, made their made their reappearance at the most recent uh, Ring of Honor taping um they've they've taped a TV enough to fill in for the next month and during those tapings former beautiful people <laughs> member angelina love and mandy leone made their returns to Ring of Honor so um and they're being brought back for a feud with uh, the ring announcer Quinn McKay. So this might be the uh jumping off point for um getting Women of Honor back up and running. So I'm I'm going to be I'm going to be interested to see what they uh what they do with that. How about you?
1: Absolutely. I I like ring of honor and uh, they've always kind of struggled with their, their, their women's division, but, you know, having Angelina love and, and stuff be part of the company, I believe has helped. And, you know, they also have a uh, Maria manic, who I can not right. wait, you know, she is built like Rhea Ripley uh, mm-hmm. phenomenal shape. And, and and the woman can work. And mm-hmm. I cannot wait to see I cannot wait to see her again.
2: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um now now we don't, I don't have uh this one on our format sheet but it is a but it is a big announcement um as far as well, just as far as TV in general goes, let alone the uh, potential impact for um, for the uh, for for sports for the WWE, as a matter of fact, um, NBC, according to SportsBusinessDaily. dot is planning on shutting down NBC Sports Network by the end of this year now that one that one kind of hurts me in a way because um i'm a i'm a big uh, berkeley's premier league fan and so i'm always watching soccer football whatever you want to call it hang on just a second here always yeah i hate that i Felt like a sneeze was coming on, and then it doesn't. Oh, that's frustrating. But um, what that does is it's going to move a lot of uh, NHL games and NASCAR over there, and that could that could lead to a lot of uh, as they're saying. Uh, could lead to preemptions of NXT a lot, especially during the playoffs and even WWE raw. And if they're, and if they're not, uh, you know, I mean, you know, they're not uh, struggling enough. Um, You know, last, last week, the, uh, um, NXT drew um eight hundred and fifty four thousand viewers and NXT drew five hundred and fifty one thousand viewers.
1: So Man oh man. Oh yeah.
2: Um yeah. Go ahead.
1: No, God, I just... NXT is out a <laughs> better product. You 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 can't tell me otherwise. I I I've 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 watched both. I've studied both. I've paid attention to the matches. I've paid attention to promo work. Bubba Ray Dudley was right if you ever listened to him on busted open uh, nation with, with, with his podcast, with Mark Henry and Dave and, and all those guys. NXT is a complete show. It has everything that you look for in professional wrestling. AEW, I don't know if it's the promos. I don't know if it's the matches, because when I watch AEW Dark, every freaking match except for two were the same. Everybody did the same kick. Everybody did the same neck breaker. Everybody, it was match after match. It was like they they did one match and said, okay, everybody go off of this and then put some of your own twists in it. But every match felt the same. I can't really speak for AEW Dynamite because I am watching and covering MLW at that time. However, if Dynamite is anything like Dark, it's No. No, no, no. There's no.
2: Okay, no, no. Just, it is no. It is definitely not. I will, I will tell you. I will tell you there right now. Um, you know what? You if you if you go if you go to uh, um, drama dot com, um, you can you can sit there and you can watch full episodes. And you can I mean, and I, you can see it. Um, yeah, I mean, I it's a, it's this, a it's I a did... more it's a more standard wrestling program like a Raw or a SmackDown and that, and that's what's that's, you know, it's, but it's, but, uh, you know, the talent is definitely, is definitely up there. And that's why the fans are tuning in.
1: So, you know, I, I just, like I said, I've, I've watched, I've, I've, like I said, I, I, I watched the Brody Lee special episode Um, and I had watched the product when it first started, but I stopped watching it. And then when I watched AEW Dark, if you've never watched wrestling before, and that's your first wrestling show that you have ever watched, I would personally never watch professional wrestling again if that's the first thing that my eyes saw when it came to pro wrestling.
2: You know, I hey, I can I can completely understand where you're coming from on that. Yeah, well, I say it's definitely it's, you know, it's not a you know it's not a. I would not call it a true wrestling program, in that in that uh, sense of the word. Um, You know, it's it's more a yeah. Let's let's get these guys out here, get us some work. You know, give them some work. Let's you know, see what they've got so that when we take them back into the into the training gym we can we can you know go ahead and buff them up a little bit more in
1: that so it's, and i I, I'm, I don't want them to take any disrespect' I'm, I'm friends with Sonny Kiss Mike verna i i've I've interviewed Sonny Kiss multiple times. I've interviewed Billy Gunn, who's a coach over in AEW I've interviewed the Young Bucks I've interviewed Kenny Omega so I mean again no disrespect but what my eyes see my eyes just didn't like okay but on a brighter note I gotta ask you something Steve yeah, please. Did you see who debuted at Impact Hard to Kill?
2: Um, okay. He was uh, a guy? Oh you, oh, you mean Matt Cardona? Yes. I was just
1: about to say, he was a guy that used to go,
0: woo, woo, woo.
1: You know it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, yeah, I I that was yeah, I uh against our friend the mall worker, Ace Austin. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh th- that was uh it was a great pay-per-view, but this past week on Impact, I know that you had something written down that was uh pretty interesting.
2: Okay, which part was which that- part was that?
1: When it when it when it came to impact this past week. We've talked about this
2: um, oh before. Oh yeah. Yes. Um yeah, a certain uh New Japan wrestler who used to be, yeah, in well, is actually in still in the group, although of course the group now is entirely Japanese due to all the travel restrictions and that, and that is, uh, Tama Tonga. Well, correct. Tama Tonga. Um, I don't know if you saw this on his Instagram,
1: but he is not happy.
2: He, well, not happy is, is an understatement. He made an outright overture to WWE. Oh yeah. New Japan door is open, your door is open. Let's do bit. Let's do business.
1: So I like it.
2: Hmm. It's well. It's, a, it's an it's an interesting thing because of course, obviously, I mean, they don't get there more than once a year, but WWE goes there as WWE and. Um, In fact, uh, they actually refused to allow Kyrie Sane to do a stardom event. Yeah. Because of her. Yeah, because, because, you know, they're saying, hey, she's under contract to us. She's an ambassador for us. She's supposed to be helping to train future talent. We're not going to have her on... Another on another company's show. And of course, Bushi Road, which owns New Japan, also owns Stardom. So I'm not really sure how they're going to get past those type of situations. This may just be, you know, Tomatonga being bitter about the fact that um, Kenny Omega and the good brothers are out there and the, and the bucks and they're doing the two sweet and all the, all the stuff that, uh, that relates to what has always been the uh, bulk of the bullet clubs routine. So, yep.
1: I don't know. And, um, I don't know. And, and this week on impact, as we have, We have talked on this show regularly that, you know, the different scenarios that could happen with this AEW impact thing. Well, we saw a little bit more of that this week on impact as Matt Hardy and the private party from AEW showed up on impact wrestling. Yeah. Not just showed up with a little
2: help from Jerry Lynn won their match and are now the current number one contenders for the impact tag team titles, which of course being held by the good brothers who have invaded AEW and have been uh, beating up on their top star. So it's, yeah, it's, it's definitely, it's definitely interesting. And of course, the fact that uh, in his promo, when they came out, Matt um, not, not only not only blasted the company and said that you know he's the one who saved it, not only him, but his brother Jeff, who he did mention by name, you know, were the ones who, because of the broken gimmick, saved that company from bankruptcy so it's a it it was it's a, it, it definitely it's definitely a very interesting dynamic that they're doing here with this oh i'm i like it oh definitely definitely now, and the fact that you know here they are they're all cooperating and that, and I think that too Lee, is another reason for the high t v ratings that a e w is getting is because they are doing all this all this crossover. Oh. You see you see Kenny Omega beating up on, on Rich Swan on Tuesday in Nashville and then Wednesday he's in Jacksonville and uh and he's you know and he's fighting Ray Phoenix for the title. And yeah. then the Good Brothers come in. You know, I mean there's, you know, there, there's definitely, there's a lot of potential in this. Um, there's a, there's an, there's an excellent article on uh, um, WrestlingNewsSource.com uh, with uh, with Tony Khan um, where he where he um, talked with uh, John Moxley's wife Renee. And there's another interesting story. Um, I don't know if you caught that uh, on SmackDown tonight, but uh, um, Renee is also coming back to WWE backstage. So
1: yeah, they're having a, they're having a special episode of it. I think that's I think a, a one-time thing. Yeah, I think it's a one-time thing because I believe that uh, CM Punk is coming back for it as well.
2: Okay. Okay. Yeah. And for those who aren't aware, his contract is only with Fox. It's not with WWE. So go ahead, Lee.
1: Yeah, no, you're you're absolutely right there. But there's also uh, the fact that it's been, I don't want to say kind of teased or anything, because I I know that Renee has at one time stated, she's going to stay away from wrestling for a little while, but you know, if you check the rankings of podcasts when it comes to wrestling, I believe her podcast is currently ranked number one. She's the number, I believe she's the number one ranked podcast when it comes to pro wrestling right now. So, you know, again, you know, that kind of leaves me believe when she says she's kind of stepping away from wrestling for a little while. Is she really though, now that she's coming back, and I believe, like I said, it's just a one-time episode that they're doing for this. Right. But uh, I'm, I, I'm, I'm because of her husband, and the fact that she is pregnant. I'm expecting her to yes take the time off for her, you know, the pregnancy and this and that. But I highly anticipate right. that she will be part of AEW at some point. Yeah, you know, that's
2: the thing. I actually, I actually thought that uh, she was going to be. In there a lot earlier but um but she yeah, but she kind of you know stepped away to a to a large extent, and then of course that's where um oh then she started doing this uh podcast called oral sessions, and um so she's interviewing a lot of uh a lot of the guys in that um in fact, the interview with Tony is part of that Oral Sessions podcast and uh he says that actually the uh whole thing about uh joining forces with Impact is actually Kenny Omega's idea. Ooh. He was the he was the one who came up with it. He and he and Don Callis are very very close and so he kind of figured that um oh with uh oh, trying to be the big heel in that that um he's somebody that could go ahead and uh, get the and get the audience to support that, and he figured Don was just the was just the right guy and i mean if you go i mean if you go back all the way back to um the ECW days when Don was Cyrus the virus um and the network authority and that. He definitely he definitely knew how to get a crowd to hate him. So you know at least the one good thing with uh, with when they go to do AEW TV, at least they have an audience. Excuse me, um, to work off of, which they don't have an Impact, obviously. So that kind of that kind they kind of gives them a little more chance to go and do more with it. <laughs> oh, excuse me, I am so sorry. Hope I didn't blow your ears out. <laughs>
1: I'm good. <laughs> All right. Yeah. No. So. The um, the, the the whole thing with the. I I I love the crossover. I think it's I think it's fantastic. Um. Mm-hmm. You know, I I had some friends sit there and say, well they're they're growing slow with it, and my response has just always been, the same. Slow and steady wins the race, my friend. Slow and steady. Yep. Wins the race. Yep. These guys. Yep. This is, are yeah, geniuses. Please. Cyrus, you know, Don Callis, he's doing, it's fantastic work. It's great storytelling. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of shocked that guys like Cornette and Russo, you know, aren't jumping for joy over something like this. Um
2: well Jim he, is not the biggest AEW or Omega fan. In fact, um
1: no of he's, course yeah, uh, anybody who uh
2: listens to Jim on a regular basis knows that uh he he calls he calls Kenny Omega Olivier. derisively. De
1: yeah. yeah, yeah he he I I've I, I listened to his work but you know, if you forget the fact that, you know, yeah, he wrestled a nine year old girl in Japan and this and that and the goofy stuff that he's done that, you know, the likes of you know, according to Cornette Russo would do which is fine. You don't you know neither one of these guys like each other, but in my eyes what's going on they should like. I just I think it's great. Yeah, but it's 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 yeah, but a it's, slow it's Jim, build
2: up it's against
1: because anything yeah. modern. And I look at this as the WCW-ECW invasion angle. However, that was a rushed product. That was not a right. good product. What we're right. getting is slow and steady wins the race because the invasion angle didn't last long, if you remember that correctly. In 2001, it did not last long at all. Right. Maybe three, four months at best.
2: Right, I think so. And it also, of course, didn't help that you knew the fact that, you know, Vince owned all of them. So it it wasn't like there was, you know, legitimate two or three separate promotions going one up against the other. I mean, here you've got here. You, not only you do you have that, you have the fact that in the main event of an Impact Wrestling pay per view, their champion was pinned by the champion of the other company. I mean, yeah, that's and, and- that's you know, that's a, that's a really big thing when you think about that.
1: yeah he uh so it, it, and that's what i like about this is the fact that even though i made comparisons this the way that they're doing it is is, is my opinion a lot better and than you know the invasion angle not just because of what the invasion angle was but like you had said they own the company yeah. They own the company. What what are you, you know, what do you do? Yeah, at that point. Exactly. It's just Exactly. And you knew WWE wasn't losing. It was just you, right. you, it was just something you knew. You knew WWE was not going to lose any of that. Yep.
2: Exactly. Exactly. But, you know,
1: it's, it, it, but it, I mean, again, at the same time, I mean, just just from my eyes, mm-hmm. Impact, and like I said, I have very, very made it clear I am not happy with Impact. The only thing yeah. I'm, I'm I'm cool with when it comes to Impact is this crossover right now, or I'm sorry, I'm not mm-hmm. happy with AEW, but what I am happy with right now is this crossover that they're doing with impact. It's helping impact Uh it's giving them new life. Obviously the ratings have gone up for AEW like you like you stated. But I like what it's doing for impact. Now I know oh yeah that we had talked about it in impact I believe or access television is actually paying for the production cost of AEW, which is huge. Um, but I'm hoping that this doesn't turn out to be some sort of, I don't, I don't want to say like they do like a point system type deal where it's like one company takes all, uh, you know, if done right, it would be, it would be, I'd be interested, but I don't yeah. want to see like a, a, a point like where it's like AEW beats impact totally and this and that. And then, and then whatever the relationship is, it's like, not heard of again type deal. I want to see this continue for a long time. It's helping both companies. It's helping them both in the ratings. It's helping also like the younger stars get more time on TV. Cause like private party and stuff like that, it's helping them, you know, and then it's, it's just, it's a good thing. And as we've talked, we've said that, you know, well, you know, New Japan could get involved or, you know, MLW has a working relationship with AAA. AAA has a working relationship also with Impact. There could be like a huge mega crossover event, but for what we're getting right now and what we're seeing, slow and steady wins the race as I've been saying. Yep.
2: Yep. That is very, that is very true. And that's and that's the thing like i say it's a marathon and not a sprint yeah you know, and that's and that's the big thing right there so okay um now um going to gcw for a moment or two um starting on january 29th at 8 p.m through 8 p.m. on J- Saturday, January 30th. They are running 24 hours of wrestling called Fight Forever. <clears throat> now, they um, are using some of their own events for the culture. Um, Effie's saying they're now including Black Label Pro, No Peace Underground, Camp not Leave Glory Pro freelance out of Chicago um and then uh GCW's first all women event Alley Cat's Real Hot Girl <laughs>
0: um,
2: and so um they had so they had first they had had 5 matches announced one had to be canceled um, and that was um because that was because, um, one of the competitors got uh got signed somewhere else. Um, originally Joey Janella was supposed to be um going after Elena Black. Well, Elena Black signed to NXT, where she will now be known as a Jade, and we'll get into that in a minute as well because uh. They signed a few people, and uh, one of them, rather well-known, one of them whom I'm interviewed, and uh, is also, unfortunately, getting a name change. But anyway, um, the first matches that they have listed um, will be on uh, from the uh, first one will be from the Wind of God, they're calling it a Blackpool two out of three falls match, in which Blake Christian will take on Blackheart Leo Rush.
0: Huh.
2: Oh boy. Lee, hang on. Hang on this for a second, please.
1: Yeah. Well, fans have no fear, because I am here. I am not going to diss AEW anymore tonight. But I will tell you this. Leo Rush is all over the place. He's currently doing a television show on MTV, uh, The the one of the real-world-type challenges, which I'm an MTV alumni myself. If you didn't know that, go and look up MTV true life. I worked for my parents 2012. It's about a show to which I do not want to take over the family business, but it's just one of the family businesses my family owns. But the interesting thing is if MTV looked at our LLC and DBA, they would actually see that I was part owner of the company at the time. So tricks on you MTV. Ha ha. Um, More exciting news uh, besides that. Um, So with Leo Rush, we're both MTV alumni. The Miz and I are both MTV alumni. So there's always a tie-in when it comes to professional wrestling. And speaking of that, WWE is working on a new television show, the one that we talked about last week. Well, I had a Zoom conference call with the A&E Network, producers and WWE they are creating a new show about memorabilia fans with memorabilia and I am somebody who collects a lot of ring-worn gear I have probably four or five hundred signed action figures from missing 15 signed Hasbros and I will have a complete signed collection I have tons of WWE classic figures. I have tons of WWE elites. Uh, Usually these are all signed in person, except for those who are deceased that I have bought through third party, though have sent those off to JSA. Everything has come back nice and beautiful with them beautiful stickers. But going back to Leo Rush, he is all over the place. As you heard Steve say, he'll be at that part of that match or whatever. He's an MTV. He's on MLW. The man in a very short span has wrestled in just about every wrestling company there is because he was part of WWE as well. Ring of Honor. Impact. He's been everywhere. Um, that is what it is. But let's talk about some other things when it comes to professional wrestling. Aside from toys, Coming up on Perched on the Top Rope, I will be having ECW Week. Seven nights, seven interviews, ranging from the Dudley family, Chubby Dudley, also part of the Dudley family, Sign Guy Dudley. That's just not the coolest. That's not just the best. That's Justin incredible. That's right. I'm going to have Justin Credible on. Not only that, but a man who is famous for the music of ECW. He never does interviews, so this is a very rare one that you're going to want to listen to, ladies and gentlemen. Harry Slash. That's right, that ECW main theme that you know, Taz's theme, Sabu's theme. These were all done by Harry Slash. There's others like Saturn as well. That's only four people. You're wondering, who are the others? I really want you to come in and join us this week on ECW Week. So I will not spoil the other three for you. Just know that I have those four and there are three others lined up. Ladies and gentlemen, you can find us at Perched on the Top Rope on Facebook. Twitter is Perched Top Rope. Instagram, perched, underscore, on, underscore, the, underscore, top, underscore, rope. Perched on the top rope. Just an underscore between each word. You can also find us on YouTube. Just search perched on the top rope. Awesome interviews with the likes of MLW's Jordan Oliver, Calvin Tankman, Gilberg, And you can also find us on Twitch, Perched on the Top Rope. But you can also find us on TikTok, Perched on the Top Rope. Don't forget to listen in every Friday and every Thursday with the ERN Network. Fans, not only can you listen to us there, but you can also listen to us anywhere podcasts are found. Whether it's Podbean, Stitch... Google, Apple, anywhere. We're, we're everywhere. We're also on YouTube. ERN live from the Dean's den. Check it out. We're live right now as a matter of fact on YouTube in case you want an alternative to listen to us. I think I'm hearing Steve. Nope. Okay. Well, I will continue. Um, anyway, I'll, I'll, I'll go forward with, uh, talking about what's going to happen next week on MLW as I have already been told by MLW that a Caribbean strap match is supposedly going to be the main event of MLW fusion next week as the Caribbean champion, Richard holiday will be squaring off against Savio Vega in a Caribbean strap match. Now, during the promo, (coughs) savio Vega is going to bring the same strap that he and stone cold steve austin faced each other with and beat the hell out of each other within wwf so make sure you tune into mlw next week to check out that's right this is no joke savio uh, Vega. I,
2: i'm sorry guys um uh i apologize um we're going to have to go ahead and cut this short. I just got really really sick. Uh anybody who was watching on YouTube, I apologize for the blank screen for the last uh few minutes. I'm barely I've got something and it just decided to go ahead and hit on me. I I apologize um Lee, I'm sorry, my friend. Uh we'll we'll definitely we'll take this all back up next week. Um
1: you're so fine. I was. I, I just talked the whole time.
2: Well, good. I appreciate it. So I appreciate I your indulgence, fans. we're. Yeah, you know, I mean, we're only just a few minutes short. But uh, you now, I just. I don't want to risk uh, having to do that again. So, um, thanks for listening. We will catch up with you next week.
0: You've been listening to Live from the Dean's Den. Live from the Dean's Den airs every Friday night at 10 p.m. Eastern on Blog Talk Radio. Replays can be found on Amazon Music, iTunes, Spotify, Anchor.fm, Google Podcasts, and wherever else you may get your podcasts. Thanks for listening, and we'll be with you next week.